Welcome to module number 13 on Bypass. In the search for meaning and happiness in our existence, one of the biggest hindrances to true happiness is often called bypass. In this module, we're going to explore this concept and how we can be free of it. Our psyche is a complicated thing and is more evolved in its understanding than we know. Within us all is a mechanism, sometimes known in the spiritual community as bypass. I call it a mechanism because I believe it is an essential function that exists within us, much like breathing or our blood pumping. Visualize a road system that has a bypass built over it, except with what we're talking about here, the old highway road system is like a dysfunctional part of ourselves. Our psyche builds bypasses to avoid these areas of our consciousness, usually because we do not have the skills or inclination to want to visit these places within. There are times in our experience when bypass is very important and helpful. For example, there was one aspect of my child abuse I couldn't recall. When I was in therapy working through some of these things, I started having a memory surface. My mind was giving permission for this information to be released to me, cancelling the bypass. As a 17-year-old girl still very much healing, I didn't have the capacity before this moment to process all I needed to from this experience, so my psyche kept it hidden from me with a bypass until I had the support and willingness to experience the information being retrieved safely. If we retrieve information with traumas like this before we are ready, it will usually cause us to have a mental or emotional breakdown. Bypass is a protector of our sacred psyche and keeps the delicate things treasured until we have the inner resources to process them. Bypass can also be a physiological experience. There's one moment of my life that has been totally taken away from me and even to this day I cannot retrieve it. It is the moment after I escaped from a parent trying to kill me. I remember contemplating how I was going to get out of the house without encountering them. The next memory I have is when I was out of the house and away from the situation. My brain did not store the memory of how I left the house. This is quite common after really traumatic events. The brain uses so much energy to process the trauma in that moment it does not have the resources available to store the next memory, which is irrelevant in its importance comparable to the massive trauma. So it leaves it out. This is a brain resource usage strategy to ensure the individual continues to function. In essence, it uses bypass to be able to have the resources in the moment it is needed. Bypass is most certainly a mental choice at other times as well. When we don't want to deal with something, when it is uncomfortable, when dealing with it would invite us to look at some deep dark place of feelings we hide from ourselves, we may mentally choose at a level we may or may not be conscious of to ignore the situation. We may decide to do this consciously until we have the resources to deal with it or we may do this more unconsciously because inwardly we do not feel we are ready to be honest with ourselves about what we're co-creating or what we've had to change within ourselves. If we acknowledge it to co-create a better experience. Bypass can be useful. When our children play a song over and over again, we may be able to tune out the noise. This is a form of bypass. 
In the same way, our brain can tune out irrelevant information through the reticular activation system and the light spectrum. We can leave out information that's not important, bypassing this from our conscious experience. We often use this with family or co-workers we have to have in our lives who we may have and understand have personality quirks that are difficult to be with but are just part of who they are. Those with true mental illness and no capacity to understand their actions any longer are an example of this. They cannot and will not change, so we must be accommodating and yet still survive our encounters with them. Bypass is a way to do that. We can tune out the unchangeable that is difficult to love in that moment. We can bypass things physically. For a time we may let go of our physical body, stop our exercise routines, eat a little badly. We may bypass things emotionally, not giving ourselves the space to feel completely during overwhelmingly tough times. Mentally, we can bypass thinking about something on purpose. We may even bypass spiritually when we want to focus on some other counterpart more. So long as we dwell in each of the four counterparts 25% of the time, in our lives as a general average, we're doing great. Bypass is often looked down upon by the spiritual community as a less evolved state of being. My first point about bypass is don't judge it within yourself. It can be very important and useful. Sometimes we're out of balance and we know it. There are times in our lives we have got to get through something. There are people we must be around who are challenging just because they are. There are traumas perhaps that we are not ready to deal with. There are times in our life when bypass is how we cope and this is 100% okay, especially if we are able to acknowledge what we are bypassing and why we make bypass a choice. Conscious bypass is okay. We measure our capacity to deal with process at any time and decide something is too much for us right now. Perhaps we will decide to deal with something fully later when we have more personal resources. This is okay. What we're trying to avoid is unconscious bypass. Unconscious bypass is life-sucking. We won't know why the pain is here, just that it is. As a student of consciousness and dedicated to the life force principle within us, we must make a commitment to evolve ourselves towards greater personal freedom, letting go of these bypasses and being dedicated to become more deeply one with our nature all the time. Here's how you can grow in week one. Please spend week one just noticing how you bypass, where you think you might bypass. Pain is a good place to start looking. Is anything painful for you in your life? Have a good look at your life and choices. When you react, why you react. Begin to notice where you might be bypassing without judgment and just by noticing yourself more. We must also realize that permanent bypass is very unhealthy. When we bypass, we are shutting off some part of our full experience. We will feel as though life is vacant and missing something. We will never feel complete. Coming back to the roads example, there is some scenery along the way we are not going to see. That scenery may seem irrelevant and unimportant compared to the powerful reason why we think bypass is better, but long term, it will deny us from an experience we are supposed to have. I always say that our journey through life is like we are sitting in a car in the back seat. Our source, guides, God, goddess, universal wisdom, higher self is driving and knows way more than we do about the destination we're heading to and what we're supposed to see and experience along the way. 
Bypassing is like reaching the wheel from the back seat and trying to change our course when the wisdom in the front seat driving has a profoundly vaster perspective than us. When you understand this, it's actually a little arrogant to try and drive. To admit that each experience is perfect for us requires great humility and humble acceptance. We must also have great faith in the wisdom of our source by whatever name we give it to know what is best for us. If the road we are on drives us into an experience of massive pain, we must ask why and have the full experience of the pain. This is what higher consciousness does. However, we are always driven by our lower animalistic nature, sometimes called the reptilian brain, which always just wants to try and avoid pain. A dog being harmed will bite back. It does not have the capacity to have a larger viewpoint of its experience and ask why it put itself in the position to be harmed in the first place. It simply reacts because it is bypassing the higher functions and reacting. Human beings are capable of greater understanding in a moment such as this. They are capable of not just reacting, but often they do just react because they are bypassing the responsibility that is theirs for co-creating the moment. They have co-created it because it is their source that is driving. As we are one, it is the vaster awareness of you driving, the part that already knows where you are going and all the things you'll need to experience to get there. It's not something outside of yourself that dictates your present magnetism, only your will changes this in each moment. So just reacting usually causes great pain in the moment. As two beings reacting, we'll keep harming each other over and over again. But it also causes great pain afterwards, not only from the physical wounds, but the emotional guilt and shame we often feel when we have functioned from this lower state of being. Inwardly, we all know we are capable of responding in a more conscious way, regardless of how far along the journey into full consciousness we are. We usually don't like being this person responding this way, but if we are bypassing, it will feel like we can't help it. Here's how you grow in week two. The kind of bypass we must be most aware of is when we are avoiding emotional hurts or mentally choosing to check out of the fullness of an experience. As I said above, this is not going to work very well unless we have faith. Faith allows us to know we will be safe through an experience. Remember what a trigger safety can be. Most of us respond like the dog who bites when we're afraid. So safety is of paramount importance. What makes you feel safe? Who or what is driving your car of life? How can you trust that you're able to handle working through your bypasses? What strength within you allows this? Spend week two answering these questions. People bypass differently depending on their personality type. A visual personality type will not take action. An auditory person will not talk about it. A kinesthetic personality type will ignore their feelings. Likewise, to remove the bypass, the personality type normally defines how we can move through something. If you are visual, you will need to take action. If you are auditory, you may need to talk about it. If you are kinesthetic, you will need to allow space to truly feel the fullness of your feelings. How do we choose love and yet fully experience emotions without getting caught up in them? Let's say we feel massive anger. 
Is it okay to dwell in this for a moment? You bet. A few moments? Yes. Even a while? Absolutely. We are allowed to have feelings we do not deem to be spiritual. Life is not always going to be filled with peace, joy, rainbows and butterflies. When a loved one dies, you might feel moments of being angry, sad, betrayed, lost or alone. When you have financial problems, you may feel stressed, frustrated, powerless, scared and tired. When your children are ungrateful, you may feel listless, sad, crazy, questioning or mad. In the same way that you drop into the deliciousness of ecstasy, joy, hope, freedom, true peace and harmony, you will feel each opposite. You are meant to in a world created for the experience of duality. To shut off one side of the feeling spectrum is to shut off the other. You cannot experience the profound sense of finding yourself without knowing intimately what it feels like to be lost. The more you know how you feel constricted, the more freedom you will feel. When you experience sadness fully, you will fully experience joy. Most people avoid feeling. We have been trained socially to make certain emotions unacceptable. We feel such shame around emotions we deem negative. There's a great book called Healing Through the Dark Emotions by Miriam Greenspan that is wonderful to help you if you feel you have trouble giving yourself permission to feel everything. For tele-empaths who have shut down feeling to survive, this is even more important. We need to learn to navigate feelings and be okay through the muddy waters as well as the shimmering and pure moments. Most people these days use tools to bypass. They switch on the television when they're tired instead of acknowledging they're tired and resting with an early night. They also use the TV for entertainment when they have nothing to say to their partner anymore or want to numb out so they don't need to talk to their kids. People use alcohol to create good feelings and then usually purge when they are drunk. This gives them an excuse to be nasty and permission to let it all out while taking no real personal responsibility for the experience. It's okay that they are angry and they really don't need to drink to give themselves this permission. Drugs offer the same kind of bypass. People often have a bad time on drugs when drugs are being used to shield them from pain that emerges when it has the chance to. Food also allows us to experience the highs more often than we might naturally feel this. Sugar and caffeine are two food drugs that allow us to ignore our real state of unhappiness or exhaustion. So, how do we really ensure we are not bypassing? First of all, slow down. Think of the experience. Each experience as a nice hot spa you are lowering down into. Imagine you need time to feel every bubble on your skin, the swirl of the water, the temperature change of your body. You even want to smell the minerals in the water. Notice how the emotional self feels as you enter. Watch your thoughts as they emerge. Spiritually, you maintain awareness on the larger meaning of the experience. But only once you have had the experience, first get in the spa. Pause. It's okay to be there for a while. We often dip our toe in the water and decide it's too hot and get out really quickly. 
but we need to trust whatever is driving our car of life filled the spa. The temperature will be okay for us. The conditions will be perfect, even if it takes us a moment to adjust to them. We need to stay there, dwell there and fully engage the experience. If we realize we are avoiding love, for example, getting in the spa might be journaling if we are visual. Talking about our feelings honestly to a counsellor or good friend if we are auditory or making love and seeing what feelings it emerges within us if we are kinesthetic. We need to immerse ourselves in the experience of the feelings around the bypass topic until the physical world experience changes. Maybe this outcome would be seen when we manifest love, when our present relationship gets better, when our self-love summit is reached. We have only fully had the experience when we meet the joy on the other side of it. In modern day life, we need to create spaces in our busy lives to experience. This may be regular meditation or doing one meditation out of every seven with the express intent of looking at what we might be unconsciously bypassing. Try my Explore the Shadow Self or Chakra Blowing Aura Explorer or Explore Your Core Health Issues Meditations. We might go on retreats, have regular therapy, enjoy breath work, practice moving awarenesses like Tai Chi, Qigong, ecstatic dance, do workshops, make art, take personal development classes or just journal every day. Maybe taking a moment in your sanctuary space at home to ask, how am I, is your way of tuning into the within. The practice is often the way to experience. What is your practice? How do you check in with you? The practice also has to be in our daily lives. We must slow down. Our humanity is moving so fast. We are evolving at such an unfathomable rate. We have so much going on, so much technology to keep us going all the time. We must unplug. We must get back into the true experience. The true experience is your body and how it is. It is the feelings you encounter within yourself. It is the experience of your mind recording and your spirit informing you. It is encountered through the relationships we build, through the meaning we place on our experiences. If we are running around at a mind-numbing pace and losing the meaning of our experience, we're not doing the practice. This is a real choice of lifestyle. Most are not aware of it. They're in the machine of social normality. They think they are living. They bypass most of the experience, then they wonder why they feel empty and try and fill this inner space with more stuff, acquisitions and activities. They run around this bypass cycle like a mouse on a mouse wheel. It never ends until they die resentful with so much anger, potentially with something like cancer, which could be said to be one of the major anger bypass conditions of our modern times. If you were drawn to do this program, you are ready to get off the mouse wheel. Maybe you've already been off it for a while. We must look clearly at our lives and see if it leaves room for us to experience. If it is filled with too much, we are likely to be avoiding the experience, simply because we cannot do everything we are trying to do fully. Sometimes we must clean out the clutter, prioritise what is really important, Make space to have the experiences that we want to invest our precious time in fully. We must surround ourselves with other conscious individuals who are accepting of full experience and love the process of illuminating bypass as much as we do. We often say we are only human. 
We consider our humanity a weakness. We talk about this humanity or weakness as a failing. Humanity is divine. Experiencing all we have to offer as a human being is divine. It rips us to pieces and rebuilds us. It is both beautiful and painful, messy and magnificent. We need sacred others around us who can witness the strength it takes to allow ourselves to be messy. Dealing with bypass causes us to look messy from the outside and to feel messy on the inside. Those who judge this state are used to judging themselves and do not allow themselves the freedom to be as empowered as they could be. When we have friends, we can be messy with and in process around, we can just be with the experience. Not every spiritual seeker is like this. My advice is to seek out other conscious people and to let yourselves honestly relate. There is so much freedom in this. You'll find these like-minded souls at places that share true consciousness. If you're starting to understand what I'm saying, living as free of bypass as we can is a way to deep joy. In order to stay this way, we need to have the right environment, commitments level, support and practices. This is an ongoing commitment. I often see teachers reach a level of conscious awareness only to fall back into massive bypass over time. Becoming clearer does not stop. It takes lifelong dedication. The more you practice it, the easier it becomes. Judgment of others is a key indicator of bypass being present. At these moments, we must stop and look within. What are we not experiencing fully, physically, emotionally, mentally or spiritually? Bypass is often occurring when we are failing to reality test. This is also the simple definition for mental illness, failing to reality test, according to the DSM, the diagnosis document currently followed by those who make a living from mental illness. When I studied psychology at universe, I did a really interesting unit called Abnormal Psychology, the Psychopathy of Everyday Life. I'm so grateful I chose this unit as it gave me an awesome perspective about how normal being abnormal, according to these definitions, really is. The truth is, most of the human race is bypassing in one way or another. If this is true, then almost the entire human race is mentally ill and failing to reality test. This makes the abnormal normal. If you're bypassing, no, you're not alone. We have not been trained to notice reality, only our judgments and opinions of it. For example, look around in the place you are right now. What do you see? If you're a busy person, you might notice the mess you haven't cleaned up yet. You may notice the cleaning you have yet to do the improvements you are yet to make. Maybe your car needs a clean if you're listening to this while driving. If you're at work, you may be noticing the pile of work left to do on your desk. Wherever you are, you are experiencing the environment based on your opinion of it. You are bypassing what's really there. What is there, if you're in your car, is your car. The steering wheel, the seats, the stereo, etc. At home, you might see the lounge or seat you are sitting in. Maybe the table or other furniture in the room. The pictures or things on your walls or other objects. Perhaps you could see the view from the window. If you're at work, then you see your office furniture, maybe a computer or whatever else is physically in the room. These are the things that are actually there. This is actual reality. Your judgments about your situation, what you need to do or what you have done, 
cloud your viewpoint of reality and make you bypass what is really there. Bypass is always occurring when we are not present with what is actually there. We can get so caught up in the bypass, we miss the beauty of the facts. We have a roof over our head. We have a car to drive. We have a job that sustains us. These facts of our reality can bring us joy as much as the bypass of them can lead to stress. Think of this from the point of view of your emotions. The most common bypass I see is when someone wants to be someone other than they perceive themselves to be. They wish they had other qualities, personality traits or experiences. They are often so busy trying to live as this person they would like to be, trying to meet that reality, that they are completely out of touch with the person they really are. This often happens during spiritual enlightenment training, where the student wishes to be a certain perceived state, yet doesn't feel they are there. In this way, we can often avoid what shamans call the shadow. This is the place within us that feels bad things. Our society has taught us that feeling experiences we have labelled anger, depression, sadness, resentment, jealousy and other negative emotions are bad. So we tend to try and avoid them to keep looking good. We've bypassed these states as a society and made it so socially unacceptable to feel anything like this that the suppression of these feelings builds up and leads to people going to work and shooting everyone or doing this in schools. Sadly, even our children are not given the sacred space they could be to experience feelings before they reach this level. I have often seen spiritual teachers get to a place where they feel like they have a certain standard to uphold, trying to be happy all the time and supremely judging themselves when they are not. They bypass the emotions and eventually find it severely stagnating their growth. I have seen this particular bypass lead to teachers with genuine suicidal tendencies on many occasions. You can't live while only feeling half of life. As I said previously, being fully conscious is messy and magnificent. We are both luminous and dark. We experience it all. Yet in our society, we are not trained to accept this. So if you've had trouble reaching these emotions within you and giving yourself permission to explore the whole you, know that you're not alone. Most of the human race feels the same limitation when it comes to accessing their emotions. Most of the human race is absolutely terrified at feeling what they think they might feel if they let themselves. Emotional expression is like giving birth to something. First, we must let it grow within us and be mindful of it. Then we must allow it to experience us. We must ride the ebbs and flows as the contractions of its expulsion begin. There will probably be a moment just before we near its birth called transition in actual human birth where we're not sure we can continue, whether we are strong enough, whether we can do this. Usually at these points we must have support to help us believe in ourselves. Then as the birthing comes, we must express our will to relieve ourselves of what we are birthing. Once we have expressed strongly enough, it will be given life in the world. We will feel a rush of amazing feelings of love, connectedness, belonging, peace and great beauty. Then we will spend the next months learning how to be with this thing we have birthed in the world. Each birthing process is the same whether we are growing a human, healing an old emotional wound, letting ourselves become more of our great beauty or clearing great trauma. 
Most people stop willing themselves to birth during those final moments before the newness arrives in life. They see it as too painful or scary. Then they go back to the same old person they were, except they started a process and now it's like carrying a dead baby inside them. Eventually, they're going to have to get it out. The ancestors say, never start what you don't intend to finish. This is why. My job is often to help people as they reach transition or to help them remove the old energies that have accumulated by past halted births of their emerging consciousness. I can tell you what I see every single person I have ever worked with experience on the other side of their delivery is empowerment to their true nature. It is such a privilege to hold that space and witness them emerging. The human spirit is so powerful. So when healing bypass, make sure you're really ready to go the distance. You can be mindful of your bypass and also be aware you don't want to work on them just yet. This is fine. This is being conscious of yourself. When you are ready to work on a bypass, go the distance. Finish the process. Then you will get to the other side of it, which is like entering bliss itself. Anyone who has ever beaten an addiction, faced a fear, had a baby or birthed something equally as precious or done something they always dreamed they might will know this bliss. Remember also, there is a spiritual component to bypass. If your soul has indeed been overseeing this journey you call life, then trust it has attracted everything to you for a reason. This means up until the point at which you change your will, you are meant to be bypassing what you have. If I hadn't had so much trauma growing up, I would have been fully open spiritually way before I had the tools to deal with and support this. I have absolutely no doubt I would have ended up in a mental institution where no one understands the gifts of a luminary. Everything that shut me down or stopped me from being all that I am was perfect to prepare me for opening at the absolute perfect time where I had the resources to help me understand my psychic, shamanic and mediumship gifts. I can assure you that no matter where your life journey has taken you, the same is true for you also. We wait in caterpillar stage for as long as is needed before it is time to become a butterfly. This also means that when you get the motivation to work through a bypass, when it feels right and you feel like you have the tools to do so, you can absolutely trust that it is time. You can also therefore trust that the right people, support and tools will turn up to guide you through it. Have you ever noticed this? When the student is ready, the teacher appears. You can trust that when you listen, not to the shoulds of your inner conversations, but to the real I must and I must now moments of your inner dialogue, that you are being reminded you are ready. And if you are being awakened to a possibility for wholeness in this way, you have both the inner and outer resources at your disposal to make your way through your transition moments. You can do this. You will always hear me say, don't rush the process. This is why. When you are listening to the authentic voice of I can inside yourself, you will move through bypass gracefully and easily with full conscious awareness and loads of support, as well as heaps of inner oomph to make it through whatever difficult moments await you. No one explained this to me when I first started working through bypass. I was totally terrified. I thought I had Pandora's box inside me and if I opened that lid, it would make my experience even more of a hell on earth. For me, there are moments I would say were challenging but also handleable. 
The more I believed in myself, the easier they became. Now, I actually look forward to discovering a bypass because I know the deliciousness of the bliss that awaits me when I am fully conscious of this limitation. My advice is always to feel the fear and do it anyway. If you have a sense of Pandora's box lurking within you, just lift the lid for a moment and then shut it again. Let it out a little at a time, at a pace that feels safe for you. Allocate a specific amount of time per week or day to explore your emotions around it. Dedicate yourself to this time. Avoid it at other times. Change the mental subject. You can have this much control if you choose to. Make sure you've got lots of support if it's a big trauma you're working with and remember, your soul already knows you've got this. So tune in and find your way through. Most often, it is the mind that allows us to bypass. It creates excuses, new rules or paradigms of non-reality that blind us from what is real. For example, if I cannot face the fact I have hurt someone by taking actions that were harmful, I may bypass the guilt I feel in my mind, come up with a whole bunch of reasons why the other person's at fault. In reality, the other person is not at fault, I am. But as I cannot process the emotion of my feelings and take responsibility for this, I bypass to save my psyche the processing I do not have the capacity to do. If I'm eating too much or not exercising and I'm overweight, I'm bypassing something in my body and emotions. Maybe I don't have enough sweetness in my life so I crave sugary foods. Perhaps I'm not getting enough nourishment so I crave fatty foods. The craving is reality. The bypass is that I'm not getting enough nourishment of sweetness. The truth will be, I don't choose to nourish myself or slow down to enjoy the sweetness. Instead, I've found a shortcut to mirroring what exercise, endorphins and good foods will give me through the false short-lived highs in sugars and other foods that alter our chemistry. This bypasses what we all know our bodies truly need, good food and movement. We are what we eat. If I'm not attracting love right now, there is often an internal bypass going on. Perhaps I'm scared of love. Maybe I'm afraid of being hurt. Potentially, I'm scared of reliving some part of my parents' history or my own. Maybe I believe I'm unlovable. Or maybe it's some other deep feeling I'm not acknowledging. While these undercurrents are ignored, the bypass on the surface may inform me that love really doesn't exist. It's not possible for everyone to fall in love. I've had my chance and blew it. I am destined to be alone, I am incapable of love, I always, etc. The permanent story that I am always going to go without this experience for one reason or another. The reality is, I am afraid. The truth is, you are entitled to love, we all are. You do deserve it. You can have it whenever you allow it. Moving through the layers of fear allows it. This allows the bypass to be no more and sets your reality up as you really want it. Self-care is another area where bypass is strong. I'm honoured to mostly work with my sacred sisters in my work. And I can say that for women, self-care comes often with so much guilt. If we haven't looked after everyone else's needs before our own, often we feel such guilt and shame about this. The amount of conversations I have with women who immediately justify why they did something for themselves after admitting they took care of themselves is astonishing. As a society, so much is happening for women in terms of our perceptions of our entitlement in this world. I can say that most of the women I work with are challenged around self-care and their absolute entitlement to care for themselves. 
Instead, they often bypass this with guilt and shame by using a number of excuses and bypasses. Some of them I hear are, I'm too busy, or I will do it when I've done X, or I just can't say no, or I have too many things to do, or I must look after a person first. Then I can care for myself, and the list goes on and on. You are given a chalice to hold your life force in for this lifetime experience. If you do not give what is only overflowing to others, you will get sick and die. That is the reality I've seen. If you truly care for those you care for, and your bypass story is you are burning yourself out for them, remember how they will be when you are dead. They will be addicted to your life force, incapable of looking after themselves and desperate without you. If you care for others, you need to care for yourself first. And if at any time your cup is not overflowing, say no instead of yes. We are not supposed to be used up like batteries. Spend your energy sustainably. All rechargeable batteries die if they are left on low too often. The life bypass is one I see very commonly as well. Many feel so alien from this world because they were born with such connectedness to oneness. This knowing remained even at a deep level within them. As a result, they look at this world and see it as a sad, bad place to live. It can feel so harsh compared to the loving and beautiful place they remember they come from. As a result of feeling external, they attract situations in life where they are externalized, socially, emotionally, in their career choice, in family groups. Their experience is always one of not belonging. While we bypass the awareness of our magnetism, knowing that we are actually creating the externalization in our experiences, through the feeling of being external in our sense of being, we continue to blame the outer world for our sense of difference. The reality is we all belong to something so much greater, a unity of consciousness that is universal. Once we realize this, we can move into the world experiencing sameness instead of difference with our fellow kin journeying here. We realize we do belong. We can all feel at times that we do not belong at some level. In this unified understanding, we are part of the human condition. Psychologically, generally speaking, we usually bypass reality for one or all four of the following reasons. We will notice these operating at some level through every bypass. Number one, we believe my life is wrong or I am wrong or I am not okay. Number two, we think I or they should have acted differently. Fundamentally, these bypass beliefs cause us great anxiety. We go into yang hyperdrive to try and control our reality. Number three, we tell ourselves, I'm missing out. And number four, we convince ourselves that my life or I as a person are worth less. These last two bypasses cause depression. We go into yin, stilling to the point of stagnation, unable to move through. Think about your life now. Think about one area of bypass you feel ready to address, just one. Try and apply these four concepts to your bypass. Do they fit? What is real? I'll example this for you. Right now, I'm looking at addressing two areas of my life I've noticed are very out of balance. One is my health. I'm more overweight than I'm comfortable with. 
The second is my stress level. I've actually noticed myself feeling stressed, a state that I don't often feel and I don't want to feel. Bypassing the past has led me to consider a whole range of external factors to justify these things. I do a lot. My impact's really big in the world and I always have a lot going on. My bypass story has told me that I'm doing too much, then I feel empty, then I'm eating things I know are not healthy for me. I'm also telling myself I don't have the time to move as much as I need to. But these things are all external. They're part of the bypass story. So the first thing I'll do is ignore all of these excuses or reasons or story saga pages. Coming to number one, I am wrong because... My bypass story says, I know my physical counterpart is out of, out of balance. The reality, of course it is. I've just had a huge experience having a baby and learning how to walk with that life change. My bypass story says, I need to embody better. Reality, I am human too and perfect in my imperfections and I am overweight. My bypass story says, the problem is I don't feel enough is wrong about this. The reality is I've worked so hard on self-love. I love myself. I look in the mirror and the overweight woman looking back at me seems like a stranger, not me. Inside, I feel like a goddess. I feel energized. I feel beautiful. This is not what I'm seeing in the mirror. This reflection person is unhealthy. She's not loved enough. So I'm actually not wrong. I'm simply experiencing the effects of choices I've made. So now it's time to make different choices. Number two, I should have acted differently. The bypass story says I've eaten the wrong foods. The reality, I've needed to get some help to get me through challenging times. I've been using food chemicals to do this. The bypass story says I should have moved more. The reality, my body has had a fractured coccyx, wobbly pelvis, lower back impairment, limiting movement and a fractured foot. My body has been clearing some major crap out of my lower chakra since I had a baby. Booyah! This gets me feeling very excited for all I have shifted. I'm doing great to be ready to rid myself of all of this old energy from my body. And I've been in a holding pattern to safely process all of those energies from my physical. The reality is I'm feeling ready to make a change now for a reason. It's time. The reality is I acted as I was able to. Now I have the motivation to act differently. I noticed the stress I described has been a level of anxiety, both from the foods I've been eating and their effect on my body and the fact that I've had no physical outlet to release all that energy. So it's turned to fat. Number three, I'm missing out if I change. The bypass story says, if I don't have the chocolate I've been eating a lot of, I'm missing out. The reality, I'm missing out because I eat the chocolate. This is causing me to be unavailable for life as it doesn't let me show up with as much enthusiasm. The bypass story says, if I lose weight, I'm losing something. The reality, I'll gain so much more enjoyment of life and I know this. Losing weight would be such an emotional gain. The bypass story says, being overweight helps me to stay visible. The reality, overweight people make thin people feel uncomfortable a lot of the time. Healthy people often avoid relationships with unhealthy people. This is actually causing me to lose potential relationships and friendships and truly miss out on the joy they could bring. The reality, I'll gain so much by being authentic. Number four, I as a person am worth less. Bypass story says, I am powerful because I feel worthy despite my physical appearance. Reality, to be truly evolved in embodying consciousness, I would have all four counterparts of my soul in harmony and unison. 
This state is a measure of work to do, not work done. Bypass story says, I come last in my life. I am the least valuable thing. Everything else gets attention before me. The reality, I hold the place of value in my life. I choose to with every choice. This is cumulative. The bypass story says, I've devalued myself. The first year of a baby's life does require enormous input. This is a fact. The reality, it is time to bring things back into balance to care for myself as I normally would. The reality is, this has not been a measure of my value. It has been a choice of investment and I can choose to invest more in myself now. These are just some of the examples of a thought process I've been going through over the years and the reality checks that have brought me out of bypass as I've met them. So here's how you can grow in week three. Start by asking the questions of those four points. They will help you identify projections and bypass stories you tell yourself. Correct each one with a reality check, one that is not projective. Then allow yourself to move towards the reality you are creating with action and intention. Don't stop recentering in this reality until you reach your intended embodiment. The reality is it may take us many years to unravel a bypass story and there may be many layers to it. When we can tap into the deep story beneath it, we can stop the behaviour or pain we are experiencing without effort. This requires that we show up in our lives with deep authenticity and bravery. It may require us to be humble, to know our faults, to accept ourselves with complete and total understanding. We know we have succeeded when we see physical results. This is hard to do when there are motivations driving you to continue lying to yourself. It is easier to blame another or something external than to admit you are making bad choices because you don't care about yourself enough to bother doing differently. It may be easier to have a story about being unlovable than to deal with the feelings from your upbringing that may have cemented this idea and realise the opposite. It may be easier to simply not have sex than to deal with the feelings around it that remind you of abuse or trauma. Maybe it seems easier to shut off, switch off, turn off the parts of ourselves that are damaged. But the reality is that bypass of any sort is limiting our aliveness and our potential to experience the life force. If this, as we discussed in Module 1, is the key to life itself and honouring the life force principle is the whole point of our existence, then bypass is like honouring death. It is the opposite of living. Most people who describe the way they feel when they are bypassing say they feel dead inside. Most people say when they heal a bypass that they have never felt more alive or experienced more joy in life. Most of my work in the world is simply about holding the space for people to experience their feelings, to become fully conscious of their bypass choices and to move beyond them. Moving beyond these places is the absolute path to liberation and living a life of great beauty. It is the key to real fulfilment. In it, we have a disciplined container for the full experience of everything within. We relate better to others and feel part of the world. We belong to our human tribe because we can. We also feel more content and happy more of the time because we are truly living. We are the expression of life itself. Your mission is to befriend your bypasses. Right now, they may be strangers to you. Get to know them. Know there might be many. Know that's perfectly okay. Choose one bypass and only one at a time and then work on getting to know this bypass. Choose one that feels right, that feels ready to be healed. 
If you do not feel ready to heal any right now, then just start by becoming aware of what is there potentially for you right now. Make your bypasses not something to be ashamed of, but friends who walk with you. If you were queen of your world, these are the soldiers who protect you until you are ready to win the battle of yourself in each area. They've been saving you from interacting with. We don't start a war with everything at once. We choose our battles carefully. We must know our opponent well. Then we will know how to disarm them to see their needs or if we are clever enough to not go to war at all. We bring these aspects of our internal kingdom to the table to get to know them, to talk, to learn from them. We love them. We heal them. We see them for what they really are, sacred carriers of our energy burdens we have not been ready to release yet. We are grateful for each bypass on our journey to total freedom and maximum life force.